Hey y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Southern Gal Reads. My name is Wheezy, and today's episode is about the last three books I read and really enjoyed. The first book I want to talk about is Harrow Lake by Kat Ellis. This book has 466 reviews and 1,400 ratings with an average 3.6 star rating. This book is about a young girl named Lola. She is the daughter of a famous director and a famous actress who um, basically abandoned her when she was about five years old and her dad has controlled her life ever since. Um, He gets attacked in their apartment and while he's recovering Lola is sent to live with her uh, grandmother her maternal grandmother who she's been estranged from her entire life and she gets sent to Harrow Lake which is the town where her mother grew up but is also the setting for her father's most famous horror movie and the whole town's just really strange. Um, and there's this legend of this creature called Mr. Jitters. And Lola starts to slowly unravel all of her family secrets and all of the town secrets. I listened to the audiobook of this, and I'm really glad I did because Lola has a peculiar voice that I don't think would have worked for me on page. The narrator did a fantastic job bringing Lola to life, and I think without that voice, Lola would have been a very unsympathetic character to me. I totally get why so many people didn't like her character. She's very self-absorbed, but once you realize that Lola has been basically under her dad's thumb her entire life and is obviously suffering from PTSD, I think her behavior becomes almost more justified. I also get why the ratings are low. (laughs) There are a lot of plot holes in this book and a lot of unanswered questions, like a lot of unanswered questions. It's funny because I said I enjoyed this, but I'm literally talking shit about this book. but I did enjoy it. Lola is a fantastically unreliable narrator. Harrow Lake is the perfect creepy background, and you leave this book wondering if you really knew all of the characters, or if the lens we see them through, which is Lola's point of view, made good people seem bad and bad people seem good. And I really started thinking about that because of how she sees her dad versus how he really is. And how she characterizes her crush as this, like, lovable do-gooder scamp when twice in the book it's mentioned that he likes a girl for a week and then he gets bored of her and moves on to the next. Not saying those two characterizations can't coincide, especially when we learn he's a victim of child abuse, but it does make Lola more unreliable than she already is. There were just so many scenes in this book that just kind of stopped me in my tracks. The scene when Lola discovers the townspeople hang teeth from a certain tree in the woods, the boat in the cave, and 
There's a stomach-churning scene where Lola witnesses the town eating a life-size cake of her mother that's filled with jam so it looks like it's bleeding. If you like unreliable narrators, creepy towns with creepy citizens, and a terrifying folk monster waiting to gobble you up, this might be the book for you. I gave Harrow Lake four stars. The next book I read was The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix. This book has 8,400 reviews and 44,000 ratings with an average 3.8 star rating. This book is about a group of women who have a true crime book club and after one of the girls has an unsettling meeting with the new neighbor, uh, she begins to suspect that he is a vampire and this just kind of follows how her life falls apart afterwards. Um, Grady Hendrix's books are always a hit or miss with me. I loved my best friend's exorcism and horror store, but truly, truly loved We Sold Our Souls. I was on the fence about reading this one, but I couldn't resist because I'm a sucker, no pun intended, for vampires and southern suburban housewives fighting evil. This book spans almost a decade from the late 80s to the mid 90s and I think that was a fairly bold move and it did not work for me. There's a three year jump in the middle of the book and I was like, okay, what happened in those three years? What happened to their friendships and marriages? When it starts back three years later, we don't get a good sense of what happened between James and Patricia, except that her family is close to him. Um, this would have easily been a five-star read if not for that damn time jump. a weak spot for stories about the lives of suburban housewives who feel neglected and Patricia fits that perfectly. I couldn't help but feel sorry for her as her friends and family basically turned on her. She really makes a pitiful character. All of the book club wives did with their broken little families and marriages that they tried so hard to hide. I really wish Patricia would have choked her husband out at least one good time. If you like book clubs, vampires, and the power of female friendships and hacksaws, this might be the book for you. I gave the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires four stars. The last book I want to talk about is How the King of Elfham Learned to Hate Stories by Holly Black. This has 1,800 reviews and 7,500 ratings with an average rating of 4.3 stars. How the King of Elfham is a novella companion to Holly Black's Folk of the Air series, which is made up of The Cruel Prince, The Wicked King, and The Queen of Nothing. I usually stay away from novellas because they're generally just as expensive as the full-size novel and add uh, very little to the already told story. 
but I decided to buy this one because Rovina Kai did the illustrations and I love their artwork. Turns out the novella itself was worth the price. If you're a fan of the Folk of the Air series, this is definitely an interesting insight into what made Cardin cruel and how his relationship with Jude stands. Also, we get to see Cardin in the mortal world drinking boba and doing villainous things like eating half of every dumpling. <laughs> I gave How the King of Elfham Learned to Hate Stories five stars. And that's it for this episode. Thank y'all so much for joining, and I hope y'all will come back real soon for another episode of Southern Gal Reads.